This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com. www.kangaroofern.com. This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with a mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcasts and harness the power of podcasting. A Kangaroo Fern production. Real up podcast syndicate. Hey, we can do is just get stop and run. Stop and run, guys. Push, push, push every time. Extra, extra, extra session with Kiko Malikdera. Tackles everything about the world of sports, especially the one close to the host heart. Basketball. Updates, discussion, clarification, name it. Extra session has it. Extra, extra, extra session with Kiko Malikdera. Okay, good day, ladies and gentlemen. It's one Monday once again, and of course, it's another episode of your favorite podcast, Extra Session with Kiko Malikdem, here in Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, Philippines. In, con- in continuation of our quest to feature the future of Philippine basketball, we have here with us two of the new members of the LaSalle Green Archers, and they will be eligible to play uh, in the next season of the UAAP. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the Phillips brothers, Michael and Benjamin Phillips. Good day, Mike and Benj. Good day. Hello, sir. <laughs> yes. So, uh, how are you guys doing right now? Especially, you know, basketball action was stopped temporarily last March because of the pandemic. Go ahead, Mike. Um, okay, naman po. Um, for me, uh, it's just every day, just trying to to get better each day. Because um, see, um, during 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 this pandemic, measure my heat up like th- during the first part. You know, everybody was kind of um, didn't know what was going on. It was it was sort of a, a big big kind of panic. And so, um, for me, I just kind of use basketball and my schooling as something that kind of grounded me, uh, as well as just just you know talking to my family and just finding uh, my faith in the Lord. Um, so I just feel like just having that grounded, having that something I can hold on to uh, during these times of uncertainty, uh, something that really helped me a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think Akin, it was definitely uh, humbling to kind of have the season stop. I mean, for a whole world to shut down, you know, it definitely was interesting. And, and you know, just like everybody else in Deco allowed what was going to happen next. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and so we really kind of focused on what can we do every single day to get better. And so for us, you know, it was staying close as brothers, staying close to the family and then staying close to the team. And so, you know, even with our with our Zoom workouts, you know, who's going to go known, you know, Zoom workouts to see the lottery <laughs> that we have. 
is just like really, really strong, even through virtual, right? I mean, we have, you know, different practices, different weights, different uh, speakers that come and talk to us. So I think, you know, you just have to make the best out of what you can do and just pray every day. I see. Now, for the benefit of the people who are wondering, who are Michael and Ben Phillips? Especially your names just floated in the sports news after, you know, LaSalle snagged both of you. Can you describe how you guys play and more information, information about yourself, such as height, playing position, and who's older than you between the two of you? Because at, the, at first glance, I thought both of you are twins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, I'll, let, I'll let my Kuya go first. He's the oldest one. So, <laughs> so I'm with Pussy Michael. Uh, so I'm the oldest of, of three sons. There's three Phillips brothers. And so there's me, Benjamin Phillips. Uh, I'm 21 uh, and I'm the oldest. And then Isaiah is our middle brother. You know, he's 19, about to turn 20. And then obviously there's Michael. Uh, and so kind of, you know, we're just a normal, you know, family from, from America. You know, we've been playing basketball all of our lives. Our father uh, played Division One in the States at Eastern Kentucky University. And then he played overseas over, you know, over in kind of Europe and in different countries over there. And so that's really where we get our basketball from uh, because our grandfather played as well. And so we kind of just had this, this Phillips, you know, lineage of, of very rich basketball. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I played in high school, you know, all four years at Fairfield in Ohio. And I was more of a kind of a power forward, you know, slash center there. Um, you know, so that's kind of what uh, the LaSalle community can expect. I want to transition more into, a, you know, a rebounder and an an energy, almost like, you know, Rudy Hatchfield, who, who I study a lot. Uh, yeah, so I, I do a lot of video on him and him and, 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 our, and our mentor, uh, Danny Siegel. And so that's kind of where I'm uh, positioning myself. And so whatever the team needs, whether it's an energy guy or someone who can, you know, talk from the bench, you know, that's kind of my play style. I'm just a, I'm a loud talker. You know, I help, you know, kind of, you know, spread the defense and call things out. So that's kind of who I am. How about you, Mike? Your podcast journey starts here. Take the first step on your side. Hustle with us. It starts with a great domain. Get your podcast web host with Beard and Coffee at www.beardandcoffee.com.au or find us at Facebook. Uh, Yes, sir. Uh, I, I share the same sort of qualities as Ben. Um, but for me, in, in terms of just sort of our growing up, Taga Cebu Anglola ko, pero lumaki, you know, or halatanaman lumaki kami dito sa America. So we never really got to experience the Filipino culture and, and learn the language. Um, actually, me and my brother are not tuturuparin the language Tagalog. So that's not kung maliyong Tagalog namin. So, bahala na. But um, so yeah, like, just it was just this opportunity of, of being at the South. It just gives us that gives us that chance to really find our, our Filipino roots and really kind of see, you know, what everything is about Philippine basketball and Philippine tradition. And so um, for me, every every time I step on the court, uh, especially for the South, I just try to give everything I have. Um, and my focus on unlocking focus for for this season is just to really give everything I can to our seniors because mm-hmm. um, this, I know this is going to be their year, their final year. So I just want to give everything I can to them, uh, whether it be, like Ben said, talking, uh, rebounding, um, just anything, just kind of being that tough-nosed, hard-nosed guy that uh, other team doesn't really, you know, want to want to keep, you know, having to deal with. And so um, mm-hmm. I just I just really like being that sort of annoying guy that just gets the rebounds and just, just really is that energy guy, like like uh, Sabini Ben. 
Yes. So basically, uh, you said earlier, uh, I mean, Ben uh, said earlier that he looks up to Rudy Hatfield. Have you seen his, you know, uh, there was a clip in in uh, in YouTube wherein he, he did a wrestling thing. <laughs> Something like that. Wow. <laughs> like a wrestling promo. Yeah, it was thanking everybody. They just won a championship. And then he was thanking uh, the Lord and then everyone else. And the last part, and most especially, I would, uh, I would like to say thank you to Rudy Hatfield. Because <laughs> <He> was <thinking laughs> <laughs> his energy guy, you know. He was yeah. this cool guy. Yeah. So uh, basically, uh, Ben, you play the center forward position, most likely. How how tall are you? So right now, you know, I, I'm standing without shoes. I'm kind of like in the 6'4", six, 6'5", six, range, you know, mm-hmm. so, but I really just, even just I take a, a lesson out of the many Filipinos that I've studied, right? It really isn't about how tall you are. It's about how much energy you have and really about, you know, where the positions are. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, you know, I'm a among NBA players. He... Um, Tim Duncan, Shaka, Dennis Rodman, right? Mm-hmm. Just because I like the way they know the positions of where the ball goes. And so, you know, whether it's, you know, power forward, even kind of like the wing kind of guard uh, position, I'm able to kind of fluctuate in there. It really is whatever Coach Derek or the team asks me. If I need to, you know, come off the bench and just be a rebounder, I'll do that. If I need to just stay on the bench and talk, you know, on the floor, I can do that as well. So really, whatever Coach Derek and, and the Lasallian team needs, that's what I'm there for. How about you, Mike? How... Uh, how tall are you? And, you know, I, I assume that you're playing the guard forward position. Are you a podcaster who's getting frustrated because your show results are not in your favor? Are you losing hope because you feel like podcasting doesn't help you generate income? Are you a podcast service provider who is struggling to meet your client's expectations? If yes, head on to www.podkai.com. Book a call with the founder of Podkai Media, Kai Villanueva, and get clear and proven strategies to earn through podcasting. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, without shoes, I'm 6'8". And wow. so hopefully, you know, <laughs> with, with my shoes, I can get away with a few more inches <laughs> on the stat sheet. <laughs> but uh, yes, sir, um, I'm, I'm a more of a sort of forward. And I'm a more forward, sort of power forward, uh, and sort of that small forward as well. Um, I know... Um, for, for our team this year, like Ben said, I just, you know, whatever position that coach asked me, I know we're very strong uh, in the forward spot as well as in the guard spot. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely some more of that sort of front court guy. Yeah, I could see in your body build, you know, Ben is more of an inside player while Mike is more of a defensive guy, uh, slasher, wingman, something like that. So uh, I, I heard earlier that uh, your your dad played basketball before. So I, I was going to ask, how did you get hooked up playing basketball? Oh, wow. I mean, ever, I think you, ever since we were maybe three, four, or five, like the first toy that we had was a basketball. You know, every time we were around our grandfather, you know, he dribbled a basketball. And so we've been training, you know, ever since, you know, we could dribble, you know. And so mm-hmm. we've been training ever since we've been in elementary leagues you know, middle school leagues, high school leagues. And so basketball was just always in our family, um, you know, basketball, soccer, volleyball. And so we actually all played volleyball too in high school, you know, me, Isaiah, Michael. And so, you know, volleyball was a really good cross training for basketball, you know, with the jumping and the positioning. And, you know, even with 
uh, LaSalle, you know, like I, I was practicing with the volleyball team and the basketball team at the same time. So that really helped, you know, with the conditioning. But, you know, even our mom, she played a little bit of basketball uh, in, in, in her upbringing. But, um, you know, we get a lot of it just from our dad and our grandfather. I see. So uh, so your your Filipino side came from your mother, right? Yes, so have you been to the Philippines or this will be the first time that you'll be going to the Philippines? Go ahead, Mike. Um, actually, uh, actually, we were there uh, this past year. Uh, I've been there ever since, um, I think, last October. Mm -hmm. And then my brother and I, uh, we were both there uh, in, what was it been? Around January? Around January. Uh, and then uh, we left around July-ish when the pandemic started to close things oh, down. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. So, so we still had that chance to sort of, you know, kind of see our culture before everything kind of got shut down. Oh, I see. So being brothers, you guys obviously had a chance to play against each other. So mm -hmm. who normally wins one-on-one? -on -one? <laughs> okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. So um, we, we have a rich, rich rivalry against each other that dates back all the way you know, like when we were all kids. Because um, actually, Sabahai uh, Namin, Salabas, my basketball court. In, in in the in the backyard and so um he's not gonna tell you this but him and my other kuya Isaiah they would always team up on me and they would bully me and then they would go bragging about uh, our parents and say oh man you know this this and that but um but we, we go back and forth all the time uh but um I would say actually I think Ben can agree with with me on this is that actually the most talented the most sort of skilled Phyllis brother um you know that has really has that uh, God-given gift of basketball is actually Isaiah, uh, our, our middle brother. But um, uh, due to sort of, you know, uh, tell him a bit more about Isaiah. Yeah, about, so you know, Isaiah, Isaiah, you know, he actually is uh, probably the most fluid, kind of the most dynamic brother out of all of us. You know, he's around 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, you know, he I'm actually, I'm the oldest, but I'm the shortest brother. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, here's the end of that. <laughs> yeah, and so I always get that a lot. But Isaiah, you know, he had a lot of kind of foot injuries, a lot of leg injuries, kind of when he was younger. And so that shifted him from basketball and volleyball to boxing. And so his idol, you know, Manny Pacquiao. And so he would train and, 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 and do his fights all the time. And so he's actually an undefeated amateur boxer here in the States. And yeah. so, you know, he actually trains uh you know our our team the lasallian team every thursday or well it's thursday filipino time wednesday american time he trains us in boxing and so every week we have boxing with isaiah i see so uh so basically uh well i was expecting that that michael gets bullied you know since the <laughs> 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 it's the <laughs> now how did lasall you know able to snag both of you what was the factor that made you guys say yes i will play in the song yeah so uh I'll, I'll take it first uh big mike so really um michael was the one who was playing basketball you know during the scouting right and so after high school i decided to you know take a break from basketball and focus more on business right because you know Rito, you know calling anything is business right so whether it's you know, writing books about business or, or just doing business deals. Like that's kind of what I do. And so mm -hmm. Michael was playing, you know, down in Florida and mm -hmm. that's where kind of he, you know, got onto the circuit and he was recruited and, uh, you know, Sir Danny Siegel kind of reached out and that's what started the process. And when, uh, you know, the management and, and the recruiters kind of brought Michael over, I just came along because I'd never been to the Philippines. Yeah. So I wanted, I wanted to see. Yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to see what, so it was Michael, me, and then my father. 
And uh, when I got there, you know, really was it was about Michael. You know, I wasn't supposed to play. It was really about Michael. And so I said, well, I don't want to leave him here by himself because he was, you know, 17, 18. He was young. Right. It's the boon. So I don't want to be away from, you know, from him for a long time. And so, you know, he was there for a little bit. And then I worked out an arrangement with my school in the States to let me study abroad at LaSalle. And so when I came, you know, the coaches and the manager were like, why are you coming? Kind of like, what, what are you doing here? And I just, well, just, you know, just give me a chance and, you know, I can kind of prove what I have. And so that first practice, and Mike might not tell you this, but the very first drill that we had, the very first drill, you know, used up our first drill, I dunked on him in a fast break. And so everybody was like, whoa. And so after that, that's kind of what, you know, got the Phillips brothers together. I see. Right. Now, I, I, I assume that you have watched UAP games. Now. So you guys will be playing uh, in the UAP, which is considered the most popular collegiate league in the Philippines. And of course, you will be playing for the for LaSalle, another, you know, popular team, collegiate team. Do you feel pressure coming in? Hey, Mike. So you want to start a podcast or perhaps you've already started one, but you're still unclear on how you can actually make this podcasting work. No worries. That's why we're here for you. We are Gorilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Join our network. Contact us at info at kangaroofern.com because we're stronger together. Um, for me, it's it's more of, uh, you know, I definitely always feel pressure, whether it be from, you know, from, uh, it's, it's a good type of pressure from my from my parents, from my, uh, my kuyas to always, you know, sort of uh, give everything I have, but. Um, for me, and I think Ben can agree as well, it, it's more of an excitement, you know, uh, this kind of leading up to mm-hmm. seeing, man, the UAP is, is such a, a, a brand of basketball that me and my brother have never really seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think it's safe to say that uh, just comparing to the states, uh, the UAP has a lot of things the states doesn't have. And mm-hmm. I would be like the physicality. I mean, just just <laughs> the fan, just the atmosphere. And so um, my biggest thing is just just how rich and how how proud the the Salians carry themselves. Uh, just the whole entire community. It's something I've, I've never seen before in my life. And so just being a part of that community, just just getting the ability and the opportunity to bleed uh, green and white, uh, and and just just give everything I can to the South community. That's the biggest thing I'm looking forward to. Of course, and I, and I think just to add on that a little bit, um, you know, I, I think that. LaSalle really, really found a gem with Coach Derek, right? Because I know that up until then, you know, getting out of the finals and and we had known that that kind of coaching staff and we knew how hard it was for the LaSalle community because, you know, Jamie Malonzo, Al June, all, Andre, you know, they really, you know, gave their best. But I think now with Coach Derek, you know, we have a more and more intense focus on young defense, right? So young defense, Dr. Young under control, um, Cause see, you know, a lot of the UAP film that I watch, it's very, very intense, right? From UP to UST to Ateneo, you know, and I would, I would watch the Ateneo games just to see how, you know, Coach Tab, you know, would actually run his system, almost like like the Spurs. And so yeah. I said, okay, if that's who we're playing against, then I'm <laughs> glad that we have Coach Derek, uh, you know, to help us kind of compete at that high level. So with that patented Kamara press. Yes. Well, Coach Derek was the first coach of LaSalle that gave the, the school its first two championships. Actually, it was a grand slam, but, you know, due to technicality, you know, the third mm-hmm. title was, you know, forfeited. Now, um, did you get advices on what to expect 
playing in the UAB? Um, so I think that we, you know, the Philippines is a very tight knit community. And then within the Philippines, the Philam community is also really tight, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think that some of our players that are at some other schools, for example, you know, Byron, Shaggy, Allman, you know, Pateneo, you know, he really kind of helped us really kind of understand what we were walking into. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, coach Danny and, and even, you know, um, you know, boss Raffi, you know, Villa Vicencio, he really, really helped us understand the layout of the Philippines. And I think that it was good that we were together because at first Michael was by himself, right? Mm -hmm. So we kind of was thrust into that. But now that we're together, we understand things and we can do it together as brothers. You know, it, it makes it a little bit less uh, uh, hard to kind of go through. Yes. Now, what they say that when you're a varsity player, especially in the Philippines, you're this kind of cele celebrity or a star. Uh, did you ever feel this way? And how do you handle uh this celebrity status go ahead mike um for me um just being sort of that celebrity i i could never really get a grasp of that term uh because when it comes down to it uh even when we were there and we would go to the malls people would come and take pictures and yeah. i would say hey what are you guys doing what are you guys doing today you want to go get a grab to grab to eat or anything because um, i never really put myself at this level in terms of you know oh i'm i'm here i'm better than you since i I dribble basketball or anything like that. And so um, the, the beautiful thing about basketball for me, especially in the Philippines, mm -hmm. basketball is like a religion. Yeah. But it's bottom, it, it's bottom uh, a window and sort of that, this sort of this connection that allows uh, me and, and my brother and countless other Philams uh, to really connect the Filipino people through this thing we call basketball. And so, yeah. um, um, just an opportunity, like I said, just to, to really be a part of this game and, and sort of, Uh, just meet so many people and, and have fans, I guess. I, I call them all family. I never really have fans. I call them all family, so. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, Parasa Akin, it really was about kind of just understanding the LaSalle community first. Like, you know, because I, I listen to, you know, a lot of Ben and Ben, right? I mean, that's kind of like a lot of my, my favorite kind of, you know, music <laughs> that I started listening to. So, Katan Isib, you know, Leeds. I mean, I'm talking everything, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I think really that brought me to kind of understand that even though basketball players are kind of viewed as celebrities, you know, everybody kind of can, can join in on that family, especially as, as Lasallians. And so, you know, we only got to see a little bit of that, you know, before the pandemic hit. And so I think when everything kind of gets back to normal, we'll get to experience that a, a little bit more. But I'm really excited just to kind of, you know, help, help the Filipino community a lot and kind of put, you know, the UAP on, on a more national stage. Because, see, when we saw, I saw Richie Rivero's dunk on, you know, ESPN or something, I said, wow, that's what, you know, the level of Philippine basketball is. And so, <laughs> you know, people like to think they can kind of just come over here and just run things. But there's a lot of, a lot of strong homegrown talent. Yeah. The first practice, Balti hit me with an elbow to my, to my chest. And I was like, a tough dude. And I just couldn't breathe for a minute. Then you have Alju coming around and then he'll shoot like 10 threes in a row. No, like, this, this is insane. You do that so. box out. I, I forget what the term is. The, it's Gulan or something Gula. like that. Gulan. That is no joke. That's yeah. nothing like that in the States. I mean, yeah. Bad. Well, Balti is, you know, is around six seven. You know, he, he might appear to be lean, but mm -hmm. man, his upper body is strong, you know. <laughs> yeah. Now, how did your parents react to this when you were being recruited to play for LaSalle? 
We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Okay, let me let me let me get that one, Ben. Yeah, go um, ahead. I'm the youngest, I'm the baby, right? And so my my, my mom, she she hated the idea. As much as she loves the Philippines and her heritage, <laughs> she did not want to see her baby go. <laughs> but <laughs> my dad was like, somebody on that go send him. Go ahead, go. You know, let him let him get in the water, test 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 the waters yeah. and, and be a man, grow up. But uh my mom, you know, she got around to the idea, especially uh having just such great guys as, as Banjo Albano. He he actually came from the Philippines to New York, he's based in New York. He flew down and, and sat uh, on on our couch in Florida, mm-hmm. uh, and just really kind of painted the picture of what Lasallian, uh, you know, everything it is to be a Lasallian, and, and just mm-hmm. sort of UAP basketball. So um, it took a it took a little while. I'm I'm sure she's okay now, but it took a little while for her to come around. Yeah, I, I didn't want him to go either. I mean, I was I was on my mom's side. I said, "Why are we going to the Philippines? We had never been there. I had no idea what was happening." And I see the ten minute remaining. But I, I, when we got over there, my dad actually met you know Sir Raffi and, and Sir Terry and the management team with Chief Justice and all those people. You know, he felt a little bit more at ease because it really welcomed us into the family. I think that he felt more at ease letting his sons go to a different country with people he had never met before to play basketball. And uh, you know, now that now that we progress, we're here now. So we we don't regret it at all. It's been the best decision of our lives. Absolutely. Now, uh, in each team, you know, there are different groups within. Who do you think? I mean, where do you think do you belong to? Are you the part of the serious ones, the nerdy ones, the bullies, or the happy-go-lucky ones? Ben, you got that. One. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I definitely think that I'm more of one of the nerdy ones. Uh, because I, I love to study, you know, I'm, I want to get my degree, you know, right. I'm finishing up my degree of my undergrad in the States uh-huh. and I'm starting my master's and I want to get my doctorate with LaSalle. So I want to do the entire thing. So I'm always reading something. I'm focused on books. I'm focused on business. And so I do love basketball, but I'm more of a academic and a scholar type. So kind of serious, kind of nerdy, but. Nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. And um, how about you, Mike? Uh, for me, um, I just really love the game of basketball so much, like I said, because it has the ability to, to build those relationships. And so mm-hmm. I'm sort of more a relationship guy. I always want to see what my teammates have going on outside of basketball because everybody's going through things. Everybody has their own difficulties and struggles. And so um, I just really like connecting with my teammates and kind of finding out their story and just building that team chemistry off and on the court. So what are the things that you need to improve on as you move up to playing college ball? So I think for me, it's really about getting stronger to play, you know, against, you know, a lot of the bigger, you know, front courts, you know, because even with when I talk to my strength and conditioning coach, Coach Marlin, every day, I want to be able to guard the imports. I want to be able to guard that floor position, even though I might be undersized, you know, I'm, I'm a, a little bit strong enough to kind of bang with those guys down there. So working with that, uh, you know, my conditioning and also like my left hand. So I think those are the things that during the pandemic I can work on and then also just, you know, continue to study my, to, uh, my Tagalog. <laughs> How about you, Mike? Uh, for me, Paul, um, when I actually first arrived, uh, I was sort of under the wing. I was blessed to be under the wing of Danny Siegel, one of the, mm-hmm. you know, greats of the PBA in the South. Yeah, um, absolutely. And he really helped me kind of sort of 
focus and, and sort of laser, you know, have a laser focus about what I need to improve. So um, I really need to improve like sort of my, my defense and sort of, uh, you know, that sort of uh, tough, rigid uh, um, defense that uh, Coach Derek is implementing. Um, and, and just sort of being that all-around guy uh, for the team in, in terms of uh, just having a, a concrete, you know, offense. Uh, when I get it, you know, I can contribute to it if they need me to. Um, but for me, more structured a lot around the defensive side of basketball. I see. So what is what do you think is your advantage over other players in your position? I, I think my advantage over people is that you're not going to get in, inside of my head. You know, what I see a lot of kind of other players, especially when they come from different countries to the Philippines, people are grabbing you. It's more physical. They're talking to you. You know, when I play, I, I lock everything out and I'm focused, right? No, nothing can get in my head. You know, even if you, you know, break a bone or get in my arm, my head, you know, nothing's going to stop me from getting that basketball or getting that rebound or doing whatever Coach Derek tells me to on the sidelines. So I think for me, it's just having that laser focus to never stop and never quit. I see. Yeah. Now, what... Uh, you'll be wearing, you know, when you play basketball, what number or jersey number will you be using? And what is oh, the story baby. behind it? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Mike. <laughs> well, um, actually, Ben, you go ahead and talk about, talk about 42 and kind of what that means with, with that and everything. Yeah, and so I think my, my father always wore 44, right? So he was 44. And I always liked having 42 um, because I wanted to be close to my, to my father, but he was always two steps ahead of me. And so I picked 42 to always remind myself that I need to get closer to my dad, closer to my dad, because he had paved the way for us, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, going the first, you know, to D1 college, going the first to play overseas and actually being that role model to us, you know, we're, we're nothing without our dad. And so having 42 for me, you know, just means that I can follow in his footsteps. I see. How about you, Mike? 42 also? <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish. But um, for me, it's actually 25. And it, it goes one more step uh, beyond our father. And it goes into our, my grandpa uh, on my dad's side. His number is 25 uh, out throughout, all throughout um, high school. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking on the subscribe button now. This podcast is possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Um, and unfortunately, uh, he passed away a couple of years ago, but um, he is really where I get most of my passion and just my love for the game. Uh, I was incredibly close to him. Uh, he, he was. I woke up every day and he was there uh, writing down a, a play or what I needed to work on for the day. And so um, through 25, I, I really live that, that number really is the, is the legacy uh, of, my, of my grandpa who has contributed so much to me and our family. And so um, every time I look at that number, I just, I just really think back to how much my grandpa has really impacted uh, my life uh, in basketball. So absolutely. Now, uh, before we end, you know, uh, there are questions. Are you single or taken? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm married to, to, to the game. I'm married to basketball right now. So focusing on single that. Baco. Single baco for me. <laughs> <laughs> Same for me, Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, uh, do you have any message to your family, friends, and, of course, the Lasallian community? Yeah, I, I just, I mean, from the humblest of my heart, and I'll let Michael have time to say his as well, but I really just want to say thank you for welcoming me into the community. You know, I was scared. I was nervous. I didn't know what to expect. I felt alone. But as soon as I walked into our compound and I walked in, 
you know, the gates of, of, of Henry C. Hall, and I actually saw all of the LaSallians there with open arms. I was extremely thankful to, you know, to Brother Bernie, all the way to all my professors. Just thank you for welcoming a kid from America into your home and, and, and giving me such a platform to be able to give back to you guys. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Now, uh, uh, I know you're very busy right now, especially with, you know, like what you said, Mike just came from a practice. So I would like to say thank you for the time. This might be short, but then, you know, uh, people will be able to learn more of you uh, once the season starts. And I do hope that you guys would, you know, success will come to you, not only thank in sport, you. but of, of course, in, after after playing basketball. And of course, hopefully you could play in the PBA soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> soon. Okay. That's the uh, dream. <laughs> yeah. So uh, do you have any shout outs or uh, would like to sh greet before we end? <laughs> um, Mike, do you well, want to shout out? That's a hard question. Um, <laughs> I'm um, I'll shout out. Huh? I said Madaming shout outs. Madaming shout outs. Uh, for me, just just all my teammates, uh, especially Balti and, and sort of the seniors, Algin, uh, especially Encho as well. He's. A, I just I was able to interview Encho three episodes or four episodes ago. Uh, young Derek Rose, Derek Rose, <laughs> yeah. Encho. Um, yeah, I would say, uh, Sir Boss, uh, Rafi Villas, Encho, and his family. Uh, they really helped me. Uh, they're kind of my like my family. Uh, when I was coming here, uh, Sir Danny Siegel, Banjo, Banjo Albano, I mean, just so many people have, have helped us come here and, and just, just really shows uh, the spirit of the Filipino people, how helpful they are. Okay. So, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, oh, before we end, I would like to have a shout out to my friend Jeff Ang and belated happy birthday to his wife, Clarice Ang. Shout out to my lovely wife, Leo, and the kids, Kyle and Keo. And of course, uh, we're running out of time, you know, this wraps up another episode of Extra Session with Kiko Malikdem here in Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Thank you once again to the Phillips Brothers. And we hope this is not the last time that we'll be able to talk to you. And of course, Run. watch out for season 83. I'm going to watch for uh, how you guys play. You know, I'm excited for the LaSallean community. Good luck to your basketball career and studies. And, and, as, and guys, as always, before we end the show... Run. Games are always exciting if there is extra session. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit our website at www.guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. You can also join the conversation with Gorillas Are We on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please consider on making a donation to help us keep making the podcast you love. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. A Gorilla Podcast Syndicate Production. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one. 
but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com